All right. Welcome back to the carousel, uh, the number one show in college basketball for all the latest news, rumors, scoop, all of the above. Uh, special special week this week. We are going every day at noon, um, and we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we have had a lot going on. We got our conference kicked off last night, the uh, the Rising Coaches Final Four Speaker Series. Uh, it was unbelievable. Uh, Coach Carm over at Siena, um, Jeff Bowles over at Ohio were phenomenal. Um, tonight we have James Jones. Uh, from Yale, who's been there, I think, 23 years. Unbelievable coach, a legend. Uh, and Molly Miller, head coach at Grand Canyon. Uh, so it should be another great con- uh, another great night for, for the conference. Um, and uh, there's still time to sign up if you want to jump on. It's, it's free for Rising Coaches members. Uh, so you can, if you're a member, you, you receive free access to the conference. If you'd like to become a member, you visit risingcoaches.com. If you don't want to be a member, if you don't like us, um, but you uh, but you do want to watch the conference, no problem. I don't take it personally. Uh, go visit uh, risingcoaches.coachesclinic.com, and you can sign up for 15 bucks and watch all of the great content uh, and have access to replays for seven days, I believe, uh, for the whole week. So lots of good stuff going on, Brian. What's up with you, man? How are you today? I'm well. I'm not as well as you, though. Happy birthday to Adam. I, yeah. I'm not a very good singer, so we'll have some people do that later. But happy birthday, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm obviously uh, it's been it's been great. You know, we got to hang out with the family a little bit this morning. Yeah. Um, we have had a lot of people reach out, which is always really nice. That's why I'm wearing a hat, because I've been, you know, uh, <laughs> you're wearing a champion's hat. not just any hat. You're wearing a champion's hat. Yeah, well, you know, I, I gotta always represent my LA teams. I'm from I'm from Southern California, so I love it. I love I'm it. I'm no I'm not a bandwagon over here. I love it. Can we talk about Andre Drummond for two seconds? Can you give us your thoughts? Oh, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, we had to do something. We had to do something with what the Nets are doing. Nets. They're getting everybody. Nets are causing problems right now. Yeah. So, but um, but no, I I think uh, I think it's a great. You know, obviously, look, when we need to win, you, you, we put AD at the five. Uh, right, in, right, in time. right, right. But you got to do a lot to get to that to that point. And guys like you know Javel McGee, um, uh, you know they were really valuable last year. Who's the other Dwight Howard? Sorry, Dwight Howard. Um, yeah, those guys like made a major impact. So Andre Drummond, uh, you know, I think can really step into that role nicely. He's better than both of them together. He's better than both of them for sure, for sure. So probably the best rebounder in the NBA. Uh, yeah, you can make that argument. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight you on that. Um, so I, I really like it again. The Lakers, the defending champs just continue to get better this year, uh, across the board with every roster move they've made. Rob Palenka has done an unbelievable job. He has done Uh, that. Shout out to the Lakers, uh, into LeBron and what they're building there and continue to build upon. So, and they got, Uh, what is everyone going to do when the Lakers, when LeBron ends up with like eight rings? Because the Lakers' dynasty just continues to I mean, roll this, on. This year, outside of the Golden State Warriors year, this year may be the most compelling because you have former teammate Kyrie, former champion Durant. Then you got the hasn't won a championship in Harden. Then you throw in the somewhat has-beens, but not really Blake Griffin. And then you got LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, it's got to be – it's must-see TV. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if there's been this much must-see TV in a long time. 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we got a we got an early early action on the social Jacob. media. Oh, let's go, Daryl Jacobs, the, uh, the executive director of the DEI Alliance for Rodgers. Yes, yes, the captain. Um, we're gonna get him on the show. I talked to DJ earlier this morning. I like it. I like it. I he, like. It. I can't wait. He also so so this is you know everyone likes the fact that we talk about the reason we host the show, just because <laughs> we're no longer coaching. We don't give a fuck. And Daryl said, "Hey guys, I, I don't." I don't give a fuck either. So Daryl's coming on. He's going to be a guest. Maybe we'll try to get him on tomorrow. I love uh, it. I love it. Well, Brian, let's let's jump into it, man. People want to hear this real quick. I got to shout yeah. out. And okay. you, you can do the women's teams or I, I can do the women's team. So women's teams first. Shout out to UConn making the final four. And shout out to, I don't know if I know the other team. Please forgive me. Um, yeah. Who, who is it? Let's see. Uh, I I did watch the end of the UConn Baylor game. Controversial finish, Controversial, but a great no game. Question. No question, and it was a foul for the record. Um, and uh, did Texas? Did they win? Texas, Texas. I this think. is bad. Why would you bring this up, Brian? If you didn't have both teams, I, I was going to go. <laughs> so as, as we wait, shout out to Baylor men's yeah. basketball, and shout out to uh, University of Houston, Texas guy. I got to represent for Texas. Uh, shout out to those guys making it to the final four. Uh, shout out to Kelvin Sampson and his father and his sister. Oh, excuse me. Kellen Sampson, his father and his sister, all the part of the staff. And then shout out to AB3 and Alvin Burke Sr., the brothers, uh, excuse me, the father and son combo uh, that have made the final four. I don't know the other women's team. Please forgive me. No, well, Texas, uh, Texas plays tonight, but uh, Arizona beat Indiana last right, night. Arizona. See, there you go. So um, there you go. Congratulations to them. Uh, yeah, more more good games tonight on both sides. We got Texas, South Carolina, and Louisville, Stanford on the women's side, um, as well as the men's game. So yeah, that's going on. Um, yep. Let's uh, let's. Oh, we got more people commenting on yeah, Lucas. <laughs> Frank, man. Lucas, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right, let's jump into it. Let's start with some small college stuff. Um, Northwest yes. Florida State hired Greg Hire. Great. Yeah, home run here. Greg, I'm going to tell you a quick story about Greg Hire yeah, and please. Florida Duke Ball. Uh, I think I've told this story maybe on this show before, but I think you, I think you have too, but tell it again. Yeah, I got to tell it again. Like when I was at College of Central Florida, uh, we were, you know, a little, little small JUCO program. We made an unbelievable run all the way to the Florida state championship, which in, in Florida Juco, that's a big deal. You know, only at that time they didn't have a large bids for the, for Hutch for the national tournament. So the fact that Florida, you know, arguably the best Juco league in the, in the country only got one team was like crazy. And so, um, yeah, we made this improbable run. We beat, we beat Miami Dade who was really good at the time. Um, who else did we knock off? We knocked off somebody good. Um, Maybe it was St. Pete or Hillsboro. Anyways, um, yeah, we get to the championship game and we're playing Greg Hire's Chipola team. And uh, on that team, first of all, we had uh, not one Division One player on our team. Can you believe that? that not one. That, Actually, I think I think our center ended up going Division One. That's just, we, had, we had talent. We had a lot of really good players. They just ended up all going D two. Um, but Chipola had. Let me let me break down their starting five. Yes, please do. Point guard, uh, starting point guard, went on to be – Clevin Hanna went on to be a really good player at Wichita State. Wichita State. Uh, Played at Paris Junior College for Ross Hodge before that too, by the way. There you go. Uh, two guard, 
was uh, um, Mario. Lit- no, no, Mario the two guard. No, no, Mario was the three. Excuse me. The two guard uh, signed at Indiana. I forget his name at the moment, but he was really good. And he was the Florida player of the year. He was phenomenal. Their, their three was Mario Little, who signed a can- went to Kansas. Pretty good. Their four <laughs> was an international kid, like a 6'9", freaking knockdown shooter that signed at Texas A&M. And their five signed at Indiana. And off like the bench, that. their backup point guard, uh, uh, I forget his first name, Ed Berrios maybe, uh, ended up being a starting point guard at UAB uh, for a really good UAB team. They had like six high major dudes on their team, basically. It was unbelievable. They beat us by a thousand points. Anyway, great hire can coach. Not only not only is he a great recruiter, but the guy's a phenomenal coach. His plays teams play really hard. Yep. Home run hire. Congrats to Greg. Uh open spot now at ETSU. Uh we'll be interesting to see who they hire there. That's a great mid-major job. Yes, it is. The domino the dominoes continue to fall. I think we're at 40 division one openings before last night's first game of the Elite Eight, 40. All right, let's, let's talk UT Martin. I don't know how official. I know Kevin Sweeney – it's official. Kevin puts it out there. It's official, right? I mean, Kevin then Jeff follows. So we'll just say for now it's preliminarily official. It's not then yeah. – Actually, I'm just seeing now Ryan, I think, put something out on Twitter this morning. So definitely done. Ryan Rader from Bethune-Cookman taking over at UT Martin. Again, this is what we talk about on the show all the time. Yep. Everyone puts out scoop. We put out scoop all the time. It's never what you think it is. It's never the names we throw out. It's always somebody from left field. Yep. Uh, Ryan is phenomenal. He's a great coach. He's he has an unbelievable way with his players. Um, he's he's been in Florida his whole career, so it'll be interesting to see if he can, you know, uh, get the same level of talent in right. Tennessee. But I have no doubt that. I mean, he's a star. He'll do well there for sure. Yeah, won a championship there. Bethune Cookman uh, did a great job when he was a junior college coach. Uh, just cool to see another guy rise, you know, in the ranks. I mean, you just see one going the opposite way, right? Greg Hire goes JUCO. Well, I'm sure every guy that's in JUCO feels like they should be able to coach at the next level. So being able to see some of the guys that have had success doing it, there's a number of them, a slew of them that have coached in junior college. So excited for Ryan Ritter. think he'll do a tremendous job. And OVC is a good league. But I think uh, the junior college – uh, foundation he has will help him tremendously to, to be able to recruit JUCO guys there and also transfers and whatever else needed. So really good coach, good person, and excited for uh, that move. I like this trend of having some guys move up from D2. Now you got a guy that came from JUCO to D1. Now he's coming from HBCU. There's only been three coaches that I can think of that have moved from the MEAC to a um, to a predominantly white institution, PWI they call it. Um, I think it was – Norfolk State, former head coach, went to uh, FIU, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. I'm drawing a blank on his name. And then uh, there's one other one I was just talking about yesterday, but only three, not very only many. Only three ever or like in? Uh, in very recent times, in the last 20 years. Wow. That's not very many. No, it's not. It's not at all. Um, we'll be interested to see what they do at Bethune-Cookman. Um, would love to see an internal hire. Dominique's done a great job uh, as the associate head coach there. Yep. Uh, younger guy, but certainly, you know, can you know we talk about this a lot, especially yep. when you're at a, a low to mid-major school. Continuity is really important. If yep. you're winning, 
you don't got to go outside the box to, to find somebody. You're not yep. making a splash higher. Yep. Move the dude up. Do what Eastern Washington did, follow their suit, move them up. Let's get it done. Okay. Um, we talked about Texas. You know, Chris Beard, everyone's saying this is a done deal. We said it was a done deal, but uh, read this morning, Royal Ivy interviewed just this weekend, yep. assistant coach with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, what is this one still kind of up in the yeah, air? What's going on? Royal Ivy's making a push. Really close friends with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's pretty good. So uh, his say-so with Texas probably carries a little bit of weight. Uh, this is a little bit of a trend now, too. The former player, we got Ben Johnson, got hired at Minnesota. Uh, and we have Mike Woodson, got hired at Indiana. Uh, last year, or I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, Danny Sprinkle gets hired at his alma mater. Uh, so you see teams are doing and programs are doing more of this. Um yeah, the NBA part of it and then just having a former player who played there. I mean, I'm glad he's getting an interview. I don't know how serious it is, but, um, yeah, definitely glad he's getting an interview. The part about Chris Beard's contract is it's really large. I think he's the third highest paid coach in the country uh, behind Coach K and uh, Calipari. Uh, and I don't know how much the buyout, but Texas usually has the money to do whatever they want. So, um Regardless, it's a good to interview an alum and give him an opportunity to show if he's capable for the job. So uh, I think he is plenty capable. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Absolutely. You never, you never really know. I mean, you just said it. Like, very rarely are people that have the scoop on point. Sometimes, but it can always go a different way. So I think Chris Beard is definitely the favorite, the name that everyone's been talking about. But Royal Ivy, I've heard that name many times here recently, and Kevin Durant sounds like he's fully behind him. Well, maybe Kevin, maybe Kevin can can help donate. Not that they need more money at Texas, but no doubt. And I'm sure the probably the other alums that he played with are probably behind it too. I mean, uh, for sure, be great to see. All right, let's say let's stay in your your state, right? You're a Texas guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Corpus Christi. Anything new there? We didn't get to them yesterday. Yeah, we didn't get to them yesterday. Um, a lot of names you hear around it. Uh, some guys that sounds like they have interviewed. Um, Steve Lutz from Purdue sounds like he has interviewed. Um, it sounds like KT Turner either has interview or will interview former assistant and at Corpus for Willis Wilson and then also uh, associate head coach at University of Texas. Uh, and then you just hear a lot of other names that could be possibilities um, around this job, uh, whether it's high major assistants or guys that have ties to the athletic director. Athletic director came from VCU. Uh, so you've heard names like J.D. Byers, who also was at Rice, did a tremendous job at Rice uh, under Coach Rhodes. So uh, a lot of different ways they could go. Haven't heard uh, if there's any favorites at this point, but uh, definitely it's probably arguably the best job in that league at this point um, because of all those teams, Lamar, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston, Ablin Christian going to the WAC. So great job. Kind of has a Florida Gulf Coast feel with the uh, beach on campus. So. Be interesting to see what happens here, but definitely a really good job. Absolutely. All right, you got Lamar Scoop for us? Yeah, Lamar Scoop. I think they've interviewed a, a variety of people. Uh, it sounds like they've interviewed um, former head coaches. Uh, they've interviewed some guys that uh, could possibly level up that were in that league. Uh, it sounds like there's, it's kind of going all over, but the favorite that continue that I continue to hear at least is that uh, Baylor assistant Alvin Brooks III is supposed to be the favorite here. Who knows if that's actually true? Uh, he would be phenomenal there. He'd be terrific in, in many ways. He's from Houston. 
his dad actually played at Lamar. I believe he just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, so he'd do a group, tremendous job recruiting. And then, uh, yeah, I think, you know, he's shown his ability to be a coach. Obviously, they're competing for a national championship. So well earned. I'm curious if like with the Cal Neptune, we didn't talk about that one yesterday. I don't think I'm sure we'll get to that announcement. But Cal Neptune, the Villanova assistant. Gets yeah, we talked, Cal Nep- we talked for him yeah. yesterday. OK, good. We gave him a shout out. You want to talk about him again? Well, just I just wanted to mention the fact that they waited till they were done. So right. same Portland, they waited till they were done. So I don't know if that's what Lamar's doing, but could be. Alvin Brooks, the third, is not done. Those guys are still playing. They got more work to do. That's why the job's over. See, they That's got more I'm work saying. to do. Um, okay, let's talk Eastern Michigan. We got a little scoop here for you guys. Uh, yeah. It sounds like they're in their final round of interviews. They've done some Zoom interviews. Now they're moving on to a second round. Sounds like Earl Boykins heavily involved there, as well as Charles Thomas. Yep. Uh, both former players. Um, Charles uh, Thomas is an assistant at Duquesne. Uh, he's been with Coach Dambrot for a long time. Uh, was with him at, at Akron as well. Um, he's he's been pushing for the job for a while. Um, and then the other name uh, that you hear creeping in there is Stan Heath, uh, former head coach at Arkansas, former head coach at University of South Florida, um, and uh, currently I don't know if he still is, but I know for a while he was the Lakeland Magic. Uh, coach as well. So uh, we'll be interesting. Earl Boykins, to your point about, you know, athletic directors waiting until teams are done. Earl Boykins on staff at Arkansas. Obviously, they they uh, made their exit from the tournament last night. Yep. So wouldn't be surprised if something happened quick. Uh, I know they're looking to wrap this one up by the end of this week, supposedly. So uh, expect to hear more soon at Eastern Michigan. But but I do think it'll be one of those three that we just talked about. Yeah, I think Stan Heath is still the head coach um, in the G League. Okay. So we got, yeah, pretty good pretty good final three there. Um, yep. You got two guys that played there with, uh, you know, professional playing experience and have been in the college ranks. Yep. And you got Stan Heath who, you know, has tons of head coaching experience at multiple levels from pro to college. So honestly, it looks like they can't go wrong there. Um so well done, Scott Weatherby. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, okay, where do you want to go next, Brian? Yeah, what, what scoop, uh, I read last night. I'm sure you probably have some some similar scoop, but which one? I'm sorry. We're talking about San Jose State. We didn't have quite a bit a lot last time. We just talked about Menzies, but it sounds like uh, Chris Jans is involved. It sounds like um, Arkansas associate head coach D- David Patrick is involved. Uh, who I did mention, and you said he wasn't taking the job, and it looks like he may take it after all. So, nah, so I'm still not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll see. You never know. So, where he could be great is, uh, and he's already proven he's he's can do it at a place that has less. You see, Riverside doesn't have as many resources, and uh, he had a you know big time squad. Matter of fact, one of the kids that committed to him at um, from Navarro Junior College, one of the better junior college players in the country was going to sign or sign or committed to Riverside. Coach gets the job at Arkansas. He was good enough to go with him there. So I think he can get those outlier talent that you can't get maybe in that particular league and uh, uh, from his Australia ties. So I wouldn't be surprised there if he is a player uh, because it is right there on the water. Maybe he can kind of sell that, uh, sell that Australian dream. So I, I'm a big DP fan. So wherever he is, I think they're going to win. I think – Somebody mentioned it 
um, you know, about how well they're doing now that he's a part of the staff. So I'm sure he's adding his own elements there. And then uh, Chris Jan's name I thought was interesting because you don't usually expect a guy uh, that's won that much at that high of a level to take a job that is not used to winning, but uh, definitely a guy who can do more with less. He's been in junior college at Chipola one. He's been at Wichita state. Uh, so he would be a great one, won a ton of championships. Um, and then, of course, you talked about Marvin Menzies before. I think there may be a name or two other that I'm mentioning, not mentioning. I'm sure Jason Hart, I don't know if he's been mentioned. I don't know if he'd be interested in his job. But with them going to the Elite Eight, I'm sure he's a guy that his name will get mentioned for more and more jobs as well. So, um, yeah, there's a few for you for San Jose. Yeah, I think the other name, I, I think I heard Mike McPio from uh, – or, or did we talk about him yesterday? We did uh, not. From UC Riverside. We talked about him last week. Yeah, somebody somebody mentioned that he might have interviewed for that. Yeah, it's interesting. All those guys can coach. There's no doubt about that. It's just, like you said, this is a program that has not had success. Um, you know, like a Chris Chans, you know, that is seemingly a lateral move, but you saw a lateral move just the other day with Matt Figure going to Rio Grande Valley. Right. You just never know what's going behind the scenes, right. uh, especially in the time of COVID where some athletic departments really did get hit hard. Hey. And if you go back to New Mexico State, not to cut you off, they had about as rant crazy of a year as anyone. Them in New right. Mexico couldn't play. Were literally living in Arizona at a resort, couldn't play. Then they could come back and play. I mean, it was just a disaster of a not a basketball year, but just an administrative year. Just all the stuff they had to overcome. So that may have something to do with it. Um, but I will say this asterisk about San Jose though: their football team did win the Mountain West, so maybe. Maybe they're one of those programs that is kind of figuring out how their niche and how they can win championships, and they're looking for a championship caliber coach. So I, I did one other name that was mentioned was uh, Eric Raveno. Is that you said? Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Eric Raveno. Yep. He was a former head coach at Portland. Is that right? That's right. Yep. Current current assistant at Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Rev is phenomenal. Great. They made a great run this year too. They made a great run. He's a great person. Uh, nobody was more active when it came to voter registration for student athletes right. uh, than Rev. I think he, uh, in his efforts, registered over 8,000 student athletes, yep. not only for the presidential election, but also the Georgia runoff, yep. um, which forget basketball. I mean, just the impact that he had there no question. Uh, is more important than anything. But <clears throat> the guy's also a great offensive mind and a great coach. So, yeah, some great names for San Jose. I, I'm actually excited to see the Mountain West League itself and, and what you can do in that league. Uh, it's now consistently been a two-bid league for the past three or four years now. So um, definitely a league that has some high level of play and high-level coaches. And, uh, again, their football team won the league, so maybe their basketball team has a formula or basketball – or AD has a formula for basketball that they're going to do something similar. I'll give you a formula. Pay some more money. That's a no fail formula. If those guys are interviewing, I'm sure that has to be doing something there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what else? What do you want to talk about? Uh, still a couple, couple minutes left. If you want to get some scoop in, you can text us anonymously at 662-418-9031. You can DM us. You can shoot us a comment on social media. Uh, we love to see those. So um, still a couple minutes left. Where do you want to take it? You want to talk Oklahoma? You got anything for us on Oklahoma? Uh, I don't have much. I, I think uh, the name Porter Moser has been mentioned. Uh, he happens to be a really good coach. 
his name is still mentioned for DePaul, who's still open. We didn't talk about that today. We talked about it yesterday. Um, this is a job that, in my humble opinion, is one of the better jobs you can get in the Big 12 because it's not crazy outlandish expectations. It's still a football school. Uh, they're not necessarily – uh, looking to do anything crazy on the basketball side as far as like having these, you know, outstanding expectations. And Coach Kruger did a great job. No doubt about it. Went to a Final Four during his time there. But I think last year they finished like seventh or eighth and still made a tournament. So definitely a job that still has some room on the top side to be able to uh, do some things. There. So um, Porter Moser's a name. Mark Turgeon's a name that's been mentioned with this job as well, uh, surprisingly. And they had a good run. He – I guess maybe wants to get back to the South after his uh, Texas A&M days back in the day and come back. Um, and then Grant McCaslin, Joe Golding, Paul Mills are kind of some of the other names mentioned in that too. Okay. I don't know if I spelled this right or not. I'm sure I didn't. John Beeline Watch. Where are we today on the John Beeline Watch? Is anybody we, we, do, we do owe a small apology too to, to uh, Jordan Mincy. We spelled his name wrong too. Oh, apologies, Jordan. Sorry about yeah. that. What, was it the EY? Is there no E? No E. It's just Y. Uh, I'm not a great speller. Um, clearly, who cares? It's your birthday. Yeah, clearly we are also not big on like tech here. This is me typing out these things. But, uh, yeah, John Beeline Watch. Has anyone spotted him? Has he had any grocery stores in Oklahoma today? Is he in Chicago? Is this what this is? Where is he? Where has anyone seen John Beeline? Where is he? We know he's been a coach somewhere. He's been mentioned with everything. I know his sleeves are rolled up somewhere. Uh, Speaking at DePaul, is that too low? What's what's going on there? Well, it's not too low. I mean, it's a high major school, right? So more or less. Yeah, I don't know. Anybody text us? Have you seen John Beeline? Where is he? We need him back in college basketball. Does he have his stripes on like Waldo? (laughs) All right, Brian. um, Anything you else you want to get in before we? I think I got a possible scoop. A couple high major assistants on the women's side. Sounds like they're interviewing at SMU. Uh, sounds like there's some good ones. Uh, Texas A&M assistant. Uh, I won't get into names. I leave some some uh, drama there. And then a Michigan assistant. So two of those names uh, or two of those people are interviewing SMU. They look to, to they're going to be wrapping up their job here pretty soon. Now that more teams are done playing, so uh, be interesting to see. Great job on the women's side. Uh, and I thought a, a cool hire for UTSA was they hired the former Texas. Uh, women's head coach so uh, great hire there and there's been many other great hires I think Memphis has made a great hire recently um, yeah Katrina Merriweather from Wright State they obviously had the great run you were talking uh, about on the show yeah they had the great run in the tournament and uh, Katrina's great she's a great she's a great coach she's done a great job there at Wright State and uh, she'll do great at, at Memphis as well Wisconsin, Wright State, Wisconsin made a great hire I think recently too that people are really excited about Absolutely. Congrats to, um, I think, Turnkey had that search. Katie Young-Stout hit a home run with that one. Uh, Wright State, a sneaky good mid-major job, Brian. Sneaky good high-major job. Unbelievable. The Nutter Center is unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it is. I coached coached there. Probably one of the worst losses I've ever seen uh, in a conference play game. So I would rather not talk about that place. Sorry to bring (laughs) that memory tree, Brian. Uh, Marissa Mosley is the name, I believe, for Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken does that sound correct uh yeah, yeah i don't want to say put you on the spot I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. you're the rising uh, coach you're supposed to know everybody 
I know, you know, like I am, I, I, I never really, I'm going to admit this. I, I feel terrible saying it, but like, it's the truth. I never really, when I coached paid close attention to the women's side, it's embarrassing to say it, Honest. But, um, Honest. but it's the truth. And now that I'm out of coaching and uh, you know, I, I have started to watch a lot more. I love the women's game yep. um, and I'm committed to like learning and meeting more people on the women's side. Um, but yeah. Marissa Mosley is right. That is the women, the Wisconsin. Yes. So shout out to her. Uh, I'll second that. I, I followed it a little bit only because my brother coaches on that side. He's coached on that side the last six or seven years, but I have not followed it as closely as I would like to. And been inspired by the great Kobe Bryant and his amb- uh, being such a great ambassador for the game. And then, um, having three daughters, I have my third that's hanging out. I'm watching over there. So when you see me getting up and, why I can't remember Arizona women won last night because my brain is uh, half slept because I'm hanging out with <laughs> baby Kobe. So, uh, so yeah, happy birthday, Adam. What are you doing for your birthday? Last minute, what are you doing for your birthday? Man, my uh, my wife and, and three-year-old son surprised me this morning with some donuts and some balloons, nice. um, which is the best way to, to get up in the morning. And uh, that's it. Just just uh, keeping it low key. We'll do we'll do dinner tonight as a family as soon as the conference wraps up. Nice. I am looking forward to that again. Still yeah, time to sign up. The Rising yeah. Coaches Final Four Speaker Series uh, tonight. We have James Jones from Yale. We have Molly Miller from Grand Canyon. But still coming this week, Josh Passner. Um, as soon as I say that, I draw a blank. Let me pull up my cheat sheet here. Uh, Josh Passner, Luke Yaklich. Marshall Cho, Rob Jones, Alex Klein, Dennis Gates, Mike Schmitz, uh, and more. Felicia Leggett-Jack, Todd Simon, Joe Pasternak, Mike McPio, um, just to name a few. So uh, still time to sign up. You can attend for free if you're a Rising Coaches member. If you want to become a Rising Coaches member, visit risingcoaches.com. If you don't like us and you just want to attend uh, and have nothing else to do with us, no problem. $15.00 at risingcoaches.coachesclinic.com. Uh, Brian, it's been fun, man. Yeah, another it. It's fun doing this every day. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow afternoon. It's like Hope a quick sprint. quick sprint. Get in and get out. Get your fix. It's like coffee. Exactly. Get exactly. Your, get out. And we're going to get Daryl Johnson on here. Daryl Johnson. Daryl Jacobs on here tomorrow. Exactly. I can't um, wait for that. The Wednesday special, I can't wait. The hump day. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I don't even know if I need to get a word in. I mean, he's going to take over. Yeah, he's going to take over for sure. But it's it's good in a good way. I can't wait. All right. So hopefully, you, we got to tell him. You got to have some Hofstra scoop. We got a Hofstra job open. He's the East Coast guy. Mr. New York. So, Mr. New Jersey. Sorry. So He's got to have it. Yeah, we, we need it, Daryl. Come come strong. I got the Dodgers hat. If you're not wearing a Yankees hat or, or <laughs> repping, repping the Northeast in some way. Uh, I have Texas on for sure. I represent. All right. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and we'll see you again tomorrow.